Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Beer and Money. My name is Ryan Burklow. And I'm Alex Collins. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about why most people, we think, struggle with having any sort of planning for their finances and three steps to take to get over that. Yeah. No, I like when you brought up this topic as an idea, Ryan, and then like, like compared it to something that we all try and do right around New Year's, I thought it was just 100% accurate and uh, very appropriate. And so before we dive into today's topic, Mr. Collins, uh, I'm still on my, I've got eight more days of my my program, so I'm not drinking just yet, but what are you drinking today? Oh, Black Raven, love it. Yeah, so this is Black Raven, uh, nothing but hazy. It's a a hazy IPA because we don't ever drink any of those, (laughs) Um, especially not from one of our favorite breweries, Black Raven. Uh, This uh, clocks in at about 5.5 with about 50 IBUs. Yeah, that one's a good one. It's one of my favorite uh, hazy IPAs out there. Um, If Bo ever listens to us, um, I'm hoping to, you know, maybe get a beverage or two while while I'm there next time there, Bo. (laughs) So Alex, what are are your thoughts on it? Not going to lie, as you're drinking that, I'm like, man, that sounds delicious and looks delicious. (laughs) It it, it absolutely is delicious. Uh, Black Raven never disappoints. They just have really good beer. Uh, If you're anywhere near like Woodenville, Redmond, uh, Western Washington, highly, highly recommend dropping by uh, one of their tap houses, uh, trying to find them. You, you can usually find them in grocery stores or uh, in most uh, most tap houses uh, in Western Washington. But uh, yeah, Black Raven's just good stuff. Uh, this happens to be one of yours and my favorites. Uh, yep, absolutely. So to Alex's point, check them out. So well, let's get into today's topic. So um what was interesting is, uh, so the topic came, Alex, I didn't tell you this before we go, got in. I've been reading this, it's almost like a Bible. It's like this thick. Uh, it's a book called Arate by Brian Johnson. And essentially it's like 450 different like stories or rules to be your best self. And <laughs> right, like it's, it kind of punches you in the face if you sit down and you read it for 15, 20 minutes because you're like, man, I am not good at life. <laughs> well, I mean, only 450? <clears throat> like that- it may be. Actually, I take that back. I think I'm on page 400. It might be over – it might be a 1,500-page book. Um, but uh, one of the things he talks about in there is your goal or reason to what you want to do, uh, if it's too abstract – you're probably struggling accomplishing it. And one of the things that we know is that finances in general are an abstract concept. That said, I think your way of hammering this home to me was brilliant. And what you said was, hey, Alex, how many people have a New Year's resolution goal of losing weight? I was like, yeah, just about all of us. Cool. Why don't we ever do it? And you were like, you, you answered it almost immediately, which was, well, it's too abstract. There is no immediate gratification. There's no. Nailed it right there. Like, yes, I want to lose weight, but that's not the reason. It's the why. What are you looking for? And then 
you gave an example of why you're doing 75 hard. So what's your reasoning behind doing 75 hard, right? Yeah. So a better reason is to make it more concrete. And for me, I just, it wasn't about losing weight per se. And even if it was, that wouldn't, that wouldn't really get me over the threshold to, to beat myself up the way I'm beating myself up. Um, it's more about, for me, it's helping me feel good now. Now I'm not going to lie. Like the first week sucked because my body was like, you, you are a horrible person. Why would you do this to anyone? But now I wake up and it's just, I've got more energy. I'm feeling great. Like it's just a different way. And I wanted to feel good. That was the reason that was the concrete why, which is why I took those extra steps to get this done. Yeah. And so ultimately for whatever we do, inertia is like, we have to overcome that initial inertia, right? And so we have to have a very strong why as to what we're doing and why we're doing it to be able to make change. Like, and I'm, I'm going to tweak it a little bit. So the why has got to be more, I, I don't want to use the word immediate, but the, the why has to be more present. Like what's going to happen today or tomorrow that's going to have you do it. Like what's that why that for that, not 20 years or 30 years from now, because yeah. I mean, I, there's plenty of studies out there where we struggle with financial planning or planning for retirement, if you will, because we can't envision our future self. It's too far away. It's too abstract, but we can envision ourselves tomorrow. Right. Or even waking up tomorrow and feeling, oh, wow, how cool would that be to be more clear, be more focused and feel better? That will get, at least it got me over the edge. Well, and you now got my wheels turning around how to talk to clients to try and create that sense of immediacy in retirement planning or whatever else to give them the that dopamine hit is maybe the wrong term, but like that that feeling of self satisfaction of like, hey, I accomplished something by taking action today, even if it's something that may not like. They may not put into like actual use down until way down the road. And so it's trying to figure out like, okay, what are the ways that we can go ahead and like bring that back to today? Yeah. So let's get into the, the three steps here. Now, this is overly simplified, but I think simplification, especially in our industry uh, and even frankly in the health industry, um, gets people to act and at least take the baby steps to, to get to the next step. So the first three things that we think that you can take to maybe start getting your financial situation in order, I'll just call it a situation for now, because there's so many different things out there, right? Maybe you're worried about taxes. Maybe you're worried about protection. Maybe you're worried about just like how you currently look, like who knows what, what the, the thing of it is. But Step number one of these three steps is, okay, imagine accomplishing, like imagine getting financially stable, for example. Like maybe you just feel unorganized. You don't know where you're at. So imagine all of a sudden becoming financially stable. What would that make you feel like? What difference would that make in your life? Like maybe you're losing sleep right now. Maybe, you know, you you don't, you're not as present with your family right? What would that make you feel like? Or what, how would that maybe help your family feel? Right? So that's, we're really getting to what is that concrete reason that's going to have you take these next two steps? 
Which step two, Mr. Collins, go ahead. Sure. Step two is identifying how much you're spending on a monthly basis. And yeah, like this is like, it's that four letter word that some people call budgeting. Um, and it, it like, we're not really after budgeting, right? That This is just trying to identify, okay, well, where is it that my money is going? It is just absolutely shocking how many people don't have an understanding of where their dollars are going, um, let alone why they're going there. And, and I, so- I have a feeling that this would be, and this is an, granted, we're trying to keep this simple, but this is an overly simplistic um, process to take you through if you're trying to figure out what you spend. If you've got a mortgage, take the mortgage, go find out, go find your last credit card bill, right? Add the two together. Boom. Like you're probably, you're probably within, I'm guessing 80 to maybe even as high as 90% of what you actually spend. Now you're not going to, it's not going to be exact, right? Because again, we're simplifying it, but now, you know, a pretty high level. And I think those two numbers alone, most of the time shock people where they go, wait a minute, my credit card bill last month was 10 grand. My mortgage was 3,500. I spend $13,500 a month. Now, immediately, I I got to go down this path because immediately someone will go through and go, well, this little transaction here doesn't happen month to month. And what's so fun, something always does. And are we saying that's the exact number? No. So maybe it's not 13.5, maybe it's 13. Let's not play the game, right? Let's just- if you don't want to like go analyze all of the transactions, just go look at the total dollars that uh, went out to your credit card over the last six months. Yeah. Like that'll take you two minutes to to look at is like, okay, hey, how consistent is my credit card bill? If it's ten thousand this month and ninety five hundred last month and uh ten five the month before, like okay, you're you're spending around ten grand. And then take a look at all the stuff that's coming out of your bank account, your mortgage and any other like automatically deducted payments, whatever that looks like. And like, there you go. There's like, that is a quick and dirty version of creating a budget. Um, And, you know, now future steps might be to look into, okay, where is that 10 grand going? Um, We'll maybe tackle that in the next episode. And like, if you want help with, like, okay, how do we dig into it and how do we figure out some of this stuff? There are, there's some amazing technology out there. Um, we've got some access to stuff that can help folks identify where their dollars are going. And not everybody wants that. Yep. So like, but know that there, there are technologies out there to help make this easier. And so much of this is just, let's start with the basics of how many dollars are going out, how many dollars are coming in. And step three, Ryan, is what's being saved. Yeah, and this will be the number that I think most of the time you're going to get scared by um, because right, it, this is also quite easy. Go look at your last pay stub from your work and say, okay, how much money did you deposit into your 401k? Right, Take that and then multiply that number by the amount of paychecks that you have. That's probably what you're depositing in your 401k. Then- what automatic savings items do you have? Maybe you're saving it into an investment account. Maybe you're maybe you're saving it into a savings account. Now, saving in a savings account, if you're truly saving the money, 
I'm not talking about counting the savings that you got labeled travel. Right. Because you're about to spend that money. That's not savings. So add those numbers up. If you're maxing out your 401k, right? Take that number. I forget what the 2024 max 401k contribution is. Let's just call it $24,000 for the sake of argument here. $24,000 going in your 401k. And then you save maybe another $10,000 into your emergency fund because you're trying to get that build up. So now you're saving $34,000. That's what you save. I'm going to take that one step further. Now calculate what your savings rate is. And all you do, once you have your total number of savings, right? If you're saving that $34,000 that I just mentioned, what's your gross income? If you're making $200,000 a year, take the $34,000 divided by $200,000. Now you know what your savings rate will be. Or is seventeen percent exactly? Now that's on the high end. Oftentimes we're sitting down with people, and you know they're making two hundred fifty, three hundred, five hundred thousand dollars. They're not saving the twenty percent of their gross income that we try to get our clients to get to. They might be saving ten percent, right? And and that's even scarier because if you really look at it from that point of view, if you're making five hundred thousand dollars a year and you're saving fifty thousand, so that's ten percent. That means $450,000 is not staying on your balance sheet. Well, to take it one step further, you now, when you get to retirement, you need to be able to replace a vast majority of that $450,000 because that's your lifestyle. Um, Yes, you might have some expenses like college, kids' college or uh, like expenses spent on the kids or a mortgage or some of that stuff might go away. But the higher that number is during your earning years, the more challenging it becomes to be able to retire because you're not saving a big enough percentage to be able to accomplish what you're trying to do. And a lot of the automatic savings vehicles uh, start maxing out. And so those high income earners, it has to be a much more intentional, much more planned savings because 401k maxes out, because social security maxes out, because some of these basic structures max out, you have to do it on your own. Yeah. Uh, most of us, right. Uh, unless you have a specific cash flow management type of system in, in place, which we've spoken about in the past, you spend by default rather than spending by choice. Um, so it, it's important to look at that. So real quick review of the three steps, right? So why, uh, three steps to take to, to help you with your finances. Step number one is, okay, let's ask yourself the question. If you became more financially stable, how would that make you feel? Okay, so that's helping you get a concrete reason. Number two, how much money are you saving per month? And number three, and I did it backwards here, but same, it's the same three. Number three is how much are you spending per month? Which takes us to the question of the day, Alex. Our question today is really, what is your why? Is it too abstract or is it concrete enough for you to take action? So head over to beerandmoney.net and at the top of the page is a contact us if you wanted to either answer that question or maybe you have questions from today's episode as well as our YouTube uh, link so you can watch the video and you can see Alex's pretty face uh, (laughs) rather than his deep lovely voice uh we'll also be on that page we just added the youtube channel so make sure you check that out look we started the the podcast 
to help you think differently about your money so you can be with your family and you can not stress about money and you can live the life that you want. So we hope this episode was valuable for you. And as always, Mr. Collins. Cheers. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Park Avenue Securities, Guardian, or Quantified Financial Partners and opinions stated are their own. Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Consult your tax, legal, or accounting professional regarding your individual situation. All investments and investment strategies contain risk and may lose value. This material is intended for general public use. By providing this content, Park Avenue Securities, LLC, is not undertaking to provide investment advice or a recommendation for any specific individual or situation or to otherwise act in a fiduciary capacity. Please contact a financial representative for guidance and information that is specific to your individual situation. Ryan and Alex are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities, LLC. OSJ 200 Market Street, Suite 1850, Portland, Oregon 97201. Phone number 503-221-1226. Securities products and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Securities, member FINRA, SIPC. Financial representatives of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. Park Avenue Securities is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Quantified Financial Partners is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. Ryan Burklow, CA Insurance License, number 0K24924. Alexander Collins, CA Insurance License, number 0H24806. Pinpoint number 2024-168334. Expiration January 2026.